in the party, Richter! Hello, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of See You at the Party, Richter. I'm Chris Chapman, and with me as always are my co-hosts, uh, Joseph Beck Castro. Hello, cutie pies. And Aaron Frescas. Hello, cutie pies. And today... <laughs> And today, I don't like it when you say it, uh, and today <laughs> we are taking a look at uh, Arnold's uh, short appearance in the 2015 series finale of the CBS sitcom Two and a Half Men. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Wait, it was CBS? I thought it was... Yeah, it was CBS. Oh. Yep. It's just on Peacock, so I assumed it was NBC. Yeah, yeah. which was weird. I don't know why. It's what we watched it on. It was a pain he has to find. I had to sign up for Peacock. <sighs> Anyway, uh, okay, yeah. yeah so, uh, sorry, I was trying to think of a cock joke with peas, but I couldn't think of anything. So <laughs> moving on. Okay, so yeah, like like Chris said, we're uh, gonna be doing uh, Arnold's guest appearance in the season finale of the Ashton Kutcher hit show Two and a Half Men, <laughs> yeah. which is how I'm just gonna describe describe it from here on out, <laughs> like going forward. Like if anyone asks what the bonus episode we recorded was about, I'll just tell them like, oh, we record we talked about Arnold's appearance on uh, that one show Ashton Kutcher was in. I'll be like, oh, awesome. I didn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger was in that 70s show. I'm like, what? No, I'm talking about Two and a Half Men. Ashton Kutcher was in that 70s show? Who'd he play? Talking about The Ranch? I don't know. He's in that show. So, uh, uh, heads up for listeners. We're probably going to go through this in a slightly half-assed way because I did... Well, I'll, I'll, we'll figure... I'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll figure out in a second. So, if you're here because Two and a Half Men is your favorite show... For some reason, you've been listening to us for the past like fifty episodes because you've been waiting for us. Just to... desperately waiting for us to get to that one <laughs> to cover this particular <laughs> crossover episode. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that I didn't put the same amount of research in because, eh. but I will say that if you're a two and a half men fan, you'll probably still enjoy yourself because basically all we do here on this uh, see at the party is uh, bad dick jokes and sex jokes. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically just the same thing. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so I have a couple quick questions before we get started for you guys. Have you uh, either of you seen the show before? And if so, like uh, like a rough estimate of how many episodes? No, I have not seen the show before. And I've seen one episode twice. And that is this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have definitely seen this show. Uh, quite a bit of the show. Probably at least a couple seasons worth. Hmm. Um Maybe even more than that. This show came out right when I was in high school, right in the middle of high school, and it was pretty popular at the time. It was like one of their biggest shows at the time. Plus, like in the middle of high school, it was all like dick jokes, but must have yeah, been like hilarious. That's very true. Like all I, the I do remember the show being way funnier, and then I did watch <laughs> it for a few years and came back and was like, oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> uh, but, I've uh, pro- yeah. probably only seen a few random episodes when like either – like my mom or or my dad would be watching it, but otherwise I haven't really watched too much of it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, okay, so the second question is: do we do we know the over, the what the basic overall? I know Chris does the yeah. basic like overall plot line of the show is. Joe, um, Charlie Sheen plays Charlie Sheen, but with a different name, and he's kind of <laughs> a piece of shit. And uh, for some reason, but he's got a bunch of money for some reason. And then his uh, wienery brother with pleated pants moves in with this kid. <laughs> this kid that was just a normal kid, but then became a dumb kid because it was funnier, yeah. according to this episode. Uh, and there's a bunch of dick jokes, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I think I wrote his name down as Alvin before I uh, uh, John Cryer's character, Alan. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, okay. But, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he <laughs> plays Alan, moves in with his brother, Charlie, uh, who doesn't appear in this episode, but it was played by uh, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Sheen, someone. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, John Cryer moves in. With, I think his is... Uh, he, Charlie's rich because he writes kids' songs, right? Children's songs? He, he It's like a mixture of like kids' songs, like TV show theme songs, and like jingles. So, it's basically uh, Chuck Lorre. Is that what he got? Like he rich he doing? wrote the he wrote the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. Oh, did he really? Like the like the the eighties one, yeah. Maybe it is. And he wrote well. a bunch of other ones like that too. Yeah, I think I think while the I think in the context of the show, it's mostly jingles. But gotcha. he like formerly was like writing like theme songs and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, and so they also have a feisty nanny. Or a housekeeper or whatever uh-huh. that bird yeah, lady is. It's a housekeeper, is. yeah. Okay. And it was then like also, my favorite character on the show. Like probably my favorite part of the show. Then you also have their mom who's just kind of an asshole. 
Which yeah, I guess she's just like an old rich white lady who's a real piece of shit. Okay, just like waspy. Yeah, like yeah. Lucille Bluth, but not well written. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a great description. And then the crazy neighbor girl who's in love with Charlie Sheen, who I think is Melanie Linsky. Yep, and which I know from a different show. But uh, anyway, so the last question, I think the final question is: Do either of you know what happened that caused Charlie Sheen to be replaced by the lead actor from The Butterfly Effect? Which isn't too bad of a movie, you know. If you haven't seen it. I don't care what anybody says. I like that movie. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's like time travel. I mean, how exactly. can you go wrong? I don't even remember it. I saw it once when it came you out. You should check it out. It's not too bad. And yeah, there's like two different endings, and one of them's like really, really, really dark. Yeah. Wow. The director's cut ending is is where it's at. Yeah, it's super <laughs> dark, but it's still it's still good. Um, but anyway, and so I normally wouldn't bring this up, like the why he left, but it's kind of pertinent to the episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, didn't he like... Get all drugged out and go on some interview and say winning a lot and tiger's blood. <laughs> Basically. Uh, so yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't think that's why he got fired. I think that was at no, the height of his drug use. Yes. So I'll give a, a short explanation from two, like, uh, IMDb and trivia. Oh. <laughs> two and a half IMDb trivia tidbits. So the first one is production was halted during the eighth season after Charlie Sheen publicly made disparaging remarks about CBS and Chuck Lore. Is that how you say his last name, Lore? I think, I think it's, it's Lore. I, yeah. I thought it was Lori. Uh, it might be Lori. I don't know. Chuck Lore E. Uh, only 16 episodes were produced that season instead of the usual 22 to 24. CBS and Warner Brothers terminated Sheen's contract and Ashton Kutcher replaced him in the ninth season. And then the second one goes into a little bit more detail. Says the show went on hiatus during season eight due to Charlie Sheen starting a drug re- rehabilitation program. Soon after, Sheen had a highly publicized meltdown. Uh, besides making anti-Semitic remarks about the series creator Chuck uh, Chuck L, he made bizarre statements in news interviews suggesting that he was a warlock with tiger's blood and Adonis <laughs> DNA, and then the winning thing. Uh, oh, he, man. He also posted... <laughs> a warlock? Did you, did you not know about that? I didn't I, know about the warlock part. Okay. I could not remember the exact details. I only remember tiger's blood. That's the thing I remember. Yeah, uh, war, warlock's just a funny word. I don't know why that didn't get bigger. Like, were you, like, disappointed that the movie Warlock was a horror movie instead of a comedy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, he also posted videos to YouTube showing him smoking cigarettes through his nose. And cursing out his former employees. <laughs> so it says Sheen was fired in March 2011 and production of season eight ceased. ceased. In May 2011, uh, Ashton Kutcher was announced as his replacement as co-lead with John Cryer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, I normally wouldn't mention that, but it's actually important info to know going into the episode. Uh, which I just thought like it would be funny if you never mentioned that charlie sheen was on the show like none of that and like <laughs> i don't know this charlie guys but they're fucking mean to him yeah, yeah they fucking hate this guy <laughs> but uh so yeah i'll do the like base very basic production info and then we can get into the the stuff but so yeah we watched cool. uh episode 15 of season 12 of two and a half men which was the series finale technically we watched episode 16 which i think <laughs> really only exists on streaming services because the episode originally aired as an hour-long finale but they split it up in two parts when they put it on streaming. <laughs> so we went into the second half of the episode blind after deciding not to watch the first half. Because <laughs> Arnold wasn't in the first half. Yep. This episode is titled, Of Course He's Dead. And it originally aired February 19th, 2015 with 13.52 million viewers, which was wow. the largest audience they'd had since 2013. Mm-hmm. It was directed by James Widows and co-written by Lee Aronson, uh, Don Rio, Jim Patterson, and Chuck Lorre who is the creator of the show, as well as a bunch of other shows, including Dharma and Greg. A fuck ton of shows. Yeah. yeah. Grace Under Fire. Joe, do you like Grace Under Fire? That seems like something you would have watched when you were younger. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was on one of our one and a half channels, so I watched a good amount Yeah, that was Grace a Fox show, I think. That was a I good show. Know. I think that was ABC. With but was it really? Butler. Yeah, Britt Butler. I, I don't yeah, know. which he... I don't know how he managed to take time away from playing for the Royals. In order to yeah. <laughs> film a show and play a woman convincingly. Very um, convincingly. But nice accent, too. Yeah. It's kind of hot. Um, no. <laughs> I remember it being. Okay. All right. Hey, How whatever, dare man. you? Uh, he also did the show Mom and uh, The Big Bang Theory, which, ugh. do you guys <laughs> like that show? Absolutely not. So um, I will bring that up 
later okay. when we talk about this episode. But uh, the show Mom, I've never watched it, but I think one of the other creators is a big Raiders fan. So there's a lot of like uh, famous Raider players and coaches last names that are the names of the characters. So <laughs> like give uh, props on that. Like I think it's uh, like Plunkett and Stabler or something. Yeah. Um, that show's not bad. It's fine. It's it's okay. Like about a mo- two, like a mother and a daughter, and they're both recovering alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, okay, so we can talk about Big Big Bang Theory later then. <laughs> yeah, mine's just a I quick just like, like ugh, but yeah, yeah. I just like I really like the other two shows. I like uh, Grace Under Fire and Darman Greg, and I did not like any of his more recent shows that much. I only saw a couple episodes of Darman Greg, maybe maybe a little more, and I don't remember liking Grace Under Fire, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so. Uh, anyway, let's get into it, I guess, unless you, there's something else to mention. Nope. Okay, cool. So the episode starts off with the previously on two-man recap, but I like a little mystery in my life, so I skipped over that. Did you guys watch that? <laughs> yeah, because it was like not even 30 seconds long. <laughs> yeah. No, I just skipped over because I was like, ah, no, 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 I don't want to know what's going on. <laughs> so the actual episode starts off right at the end of a conversation. The crazy neighbor girl, who, like I said, is played by Melanie Linsky. Uh, mm-hmm. Is having with John Cryer, his mean mom, and then Natalie Portman's co-lead in the movie No Strings Attached, which is actually <laughs> is actually a pretty good ro- romantic comedy. Like that one's not bad. You should give it a give it a watch with the ladies. Is that your takeaway from this episode? Is that most Ashton Kutcher movies aren't that bad? <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one that's bad because I have I have at least one more and that's not bad. And then I watched that movie with the one he's in with Kevin Costner. I didn't finish it because. We're watching on a plane, but uh, the, the, the Guardian card movie. I think it's the Guardian, or yeah, Coast Guard movie. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And it yeah, was yeah. good from what I watched. Erica likes hmm. it, so yeah, I guess so. I watched right. Valentine's Day, and I enjoyed that. Just because <laughs> like it was a... one of those movies where I'm like, I think it was the guy who directed Pretty Woman, but I was like, I think, and I, I think, went with yeah, like, I think that's a Gary Marshall movie. Yeah, I went with a couple friends that were girls, and I was like, all right. This movie's probably gonna suck. Let me just turn my mind off and like enjoy it, and I did. So, and they made fun of me afterwards because I was laughing a lot. But you know what? <laughs> Do you guys have your own podcast? No, you don't. So, <laughs> your word is means nothing to me. So I can yeah. shit all over you, and you can't do shit about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just like uh, the writers of this show with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so wait, Valentine's Day is like one of those where it's a bunch of different stories, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, there's like a billion actors in it. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Berta, the house lady, walks in just as Millie Linsky confirms that Charlie Sheen's still alive. But uh, apparently they killed him off after a whole anti-Semitic rant, which someone's sensitive. Am I right? You know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, that's a, that's 100% a joke, by the way. I, I like Jewish people. And, and I would have done the same. I definitely should have been fired. Yeah. But You're yeah. not an anti-Semite. You're a pro-Semite. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait. Okay. Is that is that a thing? Yes. Yes? I don't know. That's <laughs> my friend Drew's joke, so I can't oh, okay. take credit for it. But yeah, wh- yeah. why not, right? Yeah. It's the opposite of an anti-Semite. It'd be yeah, a it makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we get a comment from Berta about falling asleep after drinking scotch to watch, wash down her pain medication. And damn, like, <laughs> take out that laugh track, and it's just a sad comment on how they, <laughs> like, that they immediately blow past. Yeah. She yeah. sounds like she has uh, a problem and needs some help. <laughs> yeah, but I laughed at that more than anything else in the show. I didn't expect to laugh at all. And <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of that one. The the line delivery, though, and the way the mean mom obviously sets uh, that Berta character up about how she, asking how she accidentally fell asleep, it's obvious that a joke is being set up and doesn't come off as natural, which is not good joke writing. Well, that's most of the show, especially after the first few seasons, like that. It, the, the joke writing quality fell hard after the first couple seasons. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just classic. He's sick. Three comma. Three yeah. comma. Three. Three comma. Three that's <laughs> three comma. <laughs> that's Silicon Valley. Uh, three camera sitcom joke writing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of them are a little better, but I guess those ones, which I was, I don't have written down. I'm going to forget to mention. I guess those ones are probably the ones that last like uh like Seinfeld, Friends, sorta. Friends is not great either. It's just yeah, I don't Friends know what got, about it. Yeah, like won't die. But uh, and uh, Fresh Prince has really good uh, mm-hmm. writing as far as setting their jokes up. And like even when you you know they're coming, it's just yeah, it's the same fucking four jokes over. Yeah, exactly. Over it over. Is. It's like Uncle Phil's fat. Uh, Will's got big ears. 
uh, Hillary's Carlton's white. Dumb. Yeah, Carlton's. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but the deliveries are just insanely good. On yeah, the they're show. very clever with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Berta makes the first of very like a many ma- uh, meta jokes in this episode, poking Too fun. Many. Yeah, poking <laughs> fun of the show itself. This uh, one being a little bit more subtle than the ones coming up. So she mm-hmm. says, if John Cryer moves out and Charlie moves back in with Ashton Kutcher that they can keep this going for another five years. And Ashton yeah. gives like an immediate like, yeah, I don't think so, which just kills the studio <laughs> audience. Or yeah. the guy that was working the laugh track. Just like, <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one, guys. Yeah. We then get another one another one with uh, Melly Linsky mentioning the pilot episode. Like literally saying the word pilot in yeah. reference to events that happened in their life. Yeah. Okay, so they don't do this at all. I was going to ask later, but they don't do this at – like this is only for this episode, right? Because it's the series finale that they no, reference. No, like they, they do it – if they do a joke like this, they do it way more like they do it in the Arnold scene, where it's sort of like, yeah, like it's just how sort of referencing. It. It's sort of referencing how ridiculous the situation is, but not acknowledging straight up that the things that they're doing are being written or on a TV show. Yeah, they they've never done like straight up fourth wall breaking before. Gotcha. Yeah, and they could have set that up with like, a you want me to start with the pilot, like, you know, ha ha ha, like. You know, when we were flying there or something, you know? Yeah, like, they could have done any amount of work to make it slightly just like, less. Yeah. Like yeah. an actual, like, uh, not seem like they're making such an obvious reference. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, so uh, Millie Linsky mentions the pilot episode before telling what happened to Charlie, who she was married to. By the way, this whole scene with her describing what happened is animated. Jesus so, Christ. Animated in the worst possible way. Like the shittiest it's, 3D it's like animation. A, yeah, it's like a like it's like an old uh it's like Veggie Tales style, style animation. Kinda. Yes, very much. Like so everybody like, and, and it's like cartoony and badly animated, like everybody's got a giant head and yeah. it's animated yeah. claymation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's practically that's good, yeah. yes, exactly. So uh she says they flew to Paris for their honeymoon, but Charlie cheated on her, which she discovers after she finds him in bed with the maid, a mime, and a goat. And mm-hmm. real fast, there are some pretty low blows aimed at Charlie Sheen during this episode or during this part. The mm-hmm. goat one, whatever, like I, you can probably cl- claim that, like chalk that up to the fact that Charlie Sheen's character would fuck anything. Yeah, I think that was the joke. But but with his character, was his character addicted to cocaine? No. Okay. <laughs> his character, like, don't get me wrong, like they, they do reference drugs several times in the show. And he may have talked about doing cocaine at some point, yeah. but for the most part, it's all alcohol and a tiny bit of weed for the okay. rest of the series. Well, like, I was going to say, there's no way, because it's a CBS, but yeah, okay, so exactly. it shows them at dinner, and his nose turns into a vacuum, and he starts snorting up a bunch of spilled sugar that he possibly yeah. mistakes for cocaine, <laughs> or that's how they can get around sensors, I guess? I or? think that's just how they got around the sensor. Okay. Yeah. Big booger sugar. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, case, yeah, yeah. sugar. But uh, unless the character, like I said, has a cocaine, which would surprise me because I was on primetime TV, that, that, that's just the writers taking a cheap fucking shot. Yeah. that's just- <laughs> She catches him cheating and ends up trying to push him in front of a train, but the goat he fucked is knocked in front of the train instead. So she restrains him by putting him in a straitjacket, flying him back home, and then sticking him in a, uh, a well in their basement in the good part of Sherman Oaks. <laughs> she kept him down yep. there for four years feeding him by lowering food down, bathing him by turning a hose on him, and then drugging him so she can go down there and get her fuck on while he's passed out. <laughs> yeah, that was... I mean, obviously there's a lot of dark shit in this, but it was like, <laughs> Jesus, like... Yeah, that's... Just casually raping him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, episode starts off super dark. She tells him uh, that for a few a few days ago he escaped by making a rope out of his bowling shirt. So is that which is actually kind of a clever joke. The rolling the bowling shirt rope thing. I don't know. They're like, well, how would he get it's, out? And he made a, like I can imagine in the, in the writers' room. Well, what about if he made a, a rope out of his bowling shirt? Ah, and they started cracking up and they're like, <laughs> high fiving each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the least mean joke that they thought of. So sure, it's fine. <laughs> uh, for some reason, we then get Porky Pig in a bra and panties, given his "That's all, folks" line. Yeah, that I don't know where that came from. Sorry, especially since we this is a CBS sitcom that is apparently owned by NBC, neither yeah. of which has any affiliation with Warner Brothers, so mm-hmm. I really don't understand. <laughs> so uh, the animated sequence is over, and she basically tells them that he's on the loose and is probably going to kill them all. We then find out that the goat Charlie fucked before it was hit by a train is actually in the urn on the mantle that they thought was Charlie. Yeah. So Melanie Linsky is about to hop over a balcony, but then is like, this is stupid. And then leaves out the front door, which I'm assuming is a inside, another it's, inside joke. 
It's just a reference to the first few seasons because she was always breaking into the house via the balcony. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a suicide joke. No, <laughs> no. It's, like, okay. it's not it's one funny of those, now. Like, <laughs> like you remember uh, what was that show? What was the show where the kid always came in through the bedroom window on a ladder? Uh, Alex Mack, maybe. Uh, uh, the only one I can think of is is Save with the Bell, but that's just Zach doing it. Full House oh, yeah. with uh, DJs. Man, did that happen a bunch? And I'm just like, probably yes. Yeah, yeah. And it all together. Uh, I know it happened in something else too, but yeah. Anyway, it was like that, but a darker version of that because she was always trying to drug, drug and rape Charlie. Uh, as Clarissa uh. explains it all, wasn't it? You think maybe? Oh, uh, that's probably the one I'm thinking of. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was the, that. The, of the dorky Alex kid back. came up and threw her through her bedroom window. Yeah. Uh, so the mean mom says uh, says her goodbyes to everyone, which I realized the last time I was watching it's her, her actual last scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, says go- goodbye to everyone in the room with an obvious setup for a joke when she tells Ashton Kutcher that she loves him like a son and then just turns a John Cryer and tells him good luck. <laughs> By the way, let me know which jokes you guys actually laughed at. Cause I have two that I, that I actually like laughed at. There's like not very many. <laughs> I've got three. Have they come up yet or come up yet? W- one, one has the accidentally wash your pills, oh, okay. pain pills down with scotch. Okay. Uh, yeah, my my two are coming up. But so John Cryer suggests they leave, uh, leaving the house. And Ashton Kutcher's like, "That's crazy. We can't leave because of some crazy story and a few text threats." And then immediately gets a text message from Charlie, which is basically the greatest hits of when he was crazy tweeting at both John Cryer and Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it, IMDb says that it was a it like a, a trivia thing on there is that it's a real tweet made by Charlie Sheen about uh, Ashton Kutcher, but I couldn't find any proof. Of that in my exhaustive five minutes of research. <laughs> so, just one thing on IMDb trivia was on September 3rd, 2011, Charlie Sheen recorded an angry video message for John Cryer, which he ranted and called Cryer a traitor, a turncoat, and a troll for not reaching out to him when Sheen was fired oh, from the show. A troll? He used yeah. troll and warlock? <laughs> uh, so, Cryer stated that he did that he did reach out to him. So, eh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they agreed. They so back to the show. They agree they need help, and we get a cry for help from Berta as she offers them some of her pain pills, probably like to get them away from her, so she stops taking them. <laughs> but she's 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 gonna find more. She's like, I always find more. <laughs> anyway, so we go then go to the police station where they meet Lieutenant Wagner, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, and Wagner. Uh, no, it's that, it's that's what he said. Oh, I know. I was, I was just messing around. <laughs> So there's a. No, I was just messing around. I was taking the joke from that. I I was just messing around about you messing about me messing around. So yeah, but I was just messing around about you messing around about me messing around about him messing around. Sorry, guys, we're just desperate to talk about anything but this fucking show. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So there's a a Wagner Wagner joke. That's not bad, but they drive in the ground pretty quickly with John Cryer's whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, what's what's the joke? The joke. His name is Wagner, but because of his accent, he keeps pronouncing it Wagner. Yeah, basically. He he just says, I'm Detective Wagner, and then... Oh, Va- Alan, and they say Wagner. Yeah, Alan says Wagner, but he goes, no, Wagner. With a W. That's, that's, yeah, that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so he then basically recaps the entire series to them, as mm-hmm. uh, which was Chris was saying earlier, as they pretty much point out that they know they're on t- a TV show, especially mm-hmm. when talking about John Cryer's kid. Arnold's like, you moved out with your dumb son, and John Carr responds, well, he wasn't dumb at the beginning, but he got dumb later on. And then, like Joe said, Arnold asks him why. He tells him, well, it turns out that it was funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which wasn't a bad joke in and of itself. Oh, yeah, like, I actually, I, I have to admit, this is the scene that I probably enjoyed the most out of the whole thing. Not just because Arnold was there, but I think it was, like, fine. They they were not directly making, like, insane fourth wall breaking meta jokes. Yeah. They were just sort of referencing all the crazy shit that had happened in the series, and it was funny to see Arnold's reaction to it. That's yeah. it. And this does have my other joke they laughed at, where he's like... And you tried to drown yourself, but the water was too cold. And I don't know. That was just funny. Dude. Yep. Uh, I was going to mention. Oh, I could not figure out why he was on the show, by the way. Like, he's okay, never I was going to ask you No, later. he's yeah. never commented on it. Granted, I didn't put a ton. <laughs> like, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to find because, like, I'd have to actually look, look. Because anytime mm-hmm. I put his name in the show, it's just like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was when he appeared on the show. Like, oh, he Got appeared it. on the show. So a bunch of articles. Like a press that, release. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he continues the show's summary as they point out stuff that the show has been criticized for, and then they reference the real Charlie Sheen's drug problem. 
Mm-hmm. Arnold then continues by explaining what happened after Michael Kelso joined the show, which Ashton points out sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So he continues on with the show summary. We get another a meta joke where John Cryer mentions that if he leaves, the whole thing falls apart. And then Arnold uh, wraps up where this, like he kind of wraps it up where the episode starts. This episode. So uh, this part does have one of the two times that I laughed during the, ep- uh, the episode. And it was when John Cryer mentions that Charlie sent a uh, threatening text to him that morning. That said, I'm coming home and you're going to pay. And Arnold looks at Ashton and responds with, I'm confused. You said he doesn't pay for anything. No, <laughs> that, that, th- yeah, that was the joke that got, th- that like actually made me that was the yeah. one. That was the joke. <laughs> I, th- I didn't write that one down, but that was, uh, that was one of them. But I do have another question about this scene. Um, they say they adopted a, a kid and then, you know, uh-huh. he's like, Shows it to Arnold, and Arnold's like, "What the sweetie pie?" Is that like in a re- reference to something else in the show? Because everybody seemed to laugh at that. Just his funny accent. What the sweetie pie thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. Not not that I know okay. of. Because he should have said, "What a cutie pie," and yeah. that would have garnered laughs. Because like when <laughs> I do it, everybody laughs. You know, <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe um, it was a recent like thing. Like when or did you watch the show when they adopted the kid? No. So I. Just as I was scrolling down to wa- to watch the episode, I noticed that kid. That kid shows up and then disappears all within this 16-episode season. Oh. <laughs> like, I didn't watch any of this last season. I, like, I think I saw a few episodes when Ashton Kutcher started, but that was probably the most recent stuff that I watched. It's like seven in Married with Children. See, wait, season seven? I remember that. No. Oh no, the, they, they're a little the, kid. The third kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it disappear? Remember. Yeah. Also, the mm-hmm. same thing happened in Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just they just adopted a kid, right? For what? Family Matters? Yeah. No, they lost. To... They lost one. They lost one. Yeah, there was. A, oh, the little sister. Second, yeah, there was a second. Yeah. Daughter. That's right. All right. So yeah, the writers uh, taking their shot at Charlie Sheen when Arnold asks if Charlie has tried anger management, and John Carr responds with, "Yeah, but it didn't work." Be- that one was okay too. That one. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I chuckled a tiny bit at that one. Charlie Sheen did a show right after being fired called Anger Management. Yes. But it was canceled Which after was also two very seasons. Bad. I never watched yeah. that one. The crazy thing about the show, though, when I was looking and stuff, like I just looked at it and I was like, what the fuck? So it only had two seasons, but they made 100 episodes of it. What, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah. So they made 10 in the first season and then 90 in the second season. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm no. serious. You can look it up on IMDb. So they did it to, to get to syndication. But wow! But yeah, and did they air all of? Them? I uh, guess they had to if it got to syndication. I like... I think so. Yes, because there were all dates on all of them. But because I was what like, the what the fuck? hell? How did they have? They made ninety episodes, and then I looked. There was only one for two years. What the hell? So yeah, Jesus once they got God. renewed, they made a whole like uh, ninety episodes. <laughs> uh, Is that the longest season in like television history? That's not yeah, like I mean, Good Morning be. America and shit. Yeah, like uh, actually like scripted television. Yeah, yeah. scripted. Maybe like I thought, Batman's were were long because Batman has like forty, fifty episode seasons. But yeah, yeah, that's just, that's just animation though. Yeah, in general, I was actually reading about that earlier today. It's kind of a way to fuck over the animators because if 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 it's not split up into multiple seasons when they write it, then they write them all at the same rate. As opposed to every other TV show, as seasons progress, they basically get a raise every season. Wait, wait, wait! It so wait, they they. I don't get it. They, they do a series order of like 60 episodes of okay. television. And those 60 episodes might air over a three-year period and be split into three seasons, kind of. Yeah. But the contract lists them all as one season because that way they just don't have to pay them as much. Oh, gotcha. So the only And it, it's, it's at least partially due to the lead time on animation, but that's just kind of how animation goes. That sucks. Yep. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. So a- anyway, Arnold says that he has Charlie just... He has Charlie's description and will let them know if they find him. But then as they get up to leave, we get one last self-referential joke as he basically mentions that they should wrap the show up. And John Cryer agrees with the, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. <laughs> uh, so Cryer and Ashton arrive at their house to find cutouts of both of them with their noses or nooses around their necks, their mm-hmm. eyes X'd out, and then Target spray painted on their chests. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Uh, chest. Uh, so yeah, just then the guy who plays John Cryer's kid arrives 
looking like mm-hmm. how I would imagine a 19-year-old Joe might have looked if he grew out his hair and tried to grow a beard back then, but it's just, <laughs> just not filling in, you know? Yep. <laughs> that would be exactly it. <laughs> so Cryer tells him that Charlie's alive, but 2001 Joe variant says he knows, and that uh, Charlie gave him $250,000, but he turned it into $2.1 million in Vegas playing craps because of the name of the game. Yeah. He also makes a cum line joke that I thought up when I was 14. I want some... Th- I'm going to fucking sue him for that one, because, like... <laughs> Which it, which is barely a joke. It's just a. It's, I, all he says is I the don't word even cum. know craps enough to understand what the joke is. Uh, there's I can't remember what the cum line does, but there's like an it's it's spelled C U M on there. Like no, no it's, it's, no, it's no no it's not. It's spelled C O M E. But like every time I saw it, <laughs> oh, that, just in my head, I remember I'm like, oh, I would that would be awesome if it's spelled like that. But yeah, what is, do you know what it does, Joe? Yeah. Okay. So uh, when you start a new craps game, the first like you you put some money out. On your thing, and the first roll, if it's seven or eleven, you win. But mm-hmm. if it's any of the other numbers, that's like the number you have to hit again before you get a seven. Mm. So if it's like uh, a six or an eight, um, you can then bet on the come line, which is <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and then you can put that money in, and you get a certain amount of odds in order to like hit a six again before a seven comes. Got it. Wait, so that's that, that game is. Conf- I just usually do pass line and then random numbers. But <laughs> yeah, uh, if you do, if you ever go to like Vegas, they have like the digital craps. Yeah, that's one I usually play. Yeah, and then you can t- read all the rules in there. Yeah, and, and it's way less pressure too. Yeah, you don't have people yelling at you, or you don't have Erica throwing the dice off the table, <laughs> <laughs> which they were not happy about. Yeah, I don't She's think like, they did. And she fucking <laughs> tossed them off the table. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So she's never and then played. then they broke her knees. <laughs> yeah, she's never played a table again since then. So we just played the digital one. But the digital, mm-hmm. digital one's fun. And it's, yeah. you, you can sit there for a long time if you just uh, stick on the pass line, usually. Mm. Yeah. And you can get free drinks. Yes, that's that's a good way to get free drinks. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we then get the most obvious reference to the show as they they make fun of how dumb the jokes are on the show. Yeah. And then all three of them look directly into the camera. Yeah. Twice. Yeah, so Berta walks out uh, so she and uh, Joe can share some screen time together before he says he has to get home to his wife and kids. And we get another bad joke followed by all four of them looking once again at the camera because doing the same bit twice in a 90-second period is always good comedy. Mm -hmm. But not three times. (laughs) Yeah. As is famously in comedy, you never do a joke three times. Nope. Well, yeah. Wait. (laughs) That's the joke. See, that's two. (laughs) One Wait, more so time, it won't be funny. The, Look oh, yeah, out for number three. Oh, yeah, the rule three. Right. <laughs> uh, rule so, three is something different, though. Yeah, that's people, famous people die three at a time. Oh, is it? What? Yeah. Really? Or the, maybe there's that, a rule of three for comedy, too. Oh, maybe that's... Yes, <laughs> there is a famous person rule of three, yes. Oh, okay. Is that, that famous deaths happen in threes. The rule of three is for comedy is you, when you're describing stuff, it, you need to do one, two, and then the, the funny ones on three. Yeah. Uh, so what was that joke? The, the kid mentions that his wife is a dancer. John Cryer asks if she's a pole dancer, and the kid's response is no, she's Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... That was the other one I laughed at, and my note literally <laughs> says, I hate that I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, it's an alright joke. It's just... They don't have to look at the camera right after that to, to make sure everybody got the joke or to, like, just point out how dumb the jokes are. I, I... Well, no, because they – I mean, it was a whole meta joke because it was like, yeah. you know, you you made – About the You made uh, millions of dollars by making dumb jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the joke wasn't that bad. I know I'm not a comedy elitist like you guys. But, um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an elitist. I, I like stupid stuff. I, I don't like alt comedy. Alt comedy is dumb. It's the second night in a row that I've said that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't even know any comics that you like, but I know plenty of comics that you don't like. So. Well, they need to be better. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's pl- way more than that than the, what you know, too. Well, especially because I know a bunch of comedians, but none of them listen to this, so it's fine. You could probably start naming them, and they never know. Uh, so anyway. They're sure shit not paying for it. Exactly. 
<laughs> uh, that's true because they're poor. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we, I remember this kid kind of like freaking out and leaving the show in a somewhat similar manner to Charlie Sheen, right? Kind of. His was less to do with drugs. He joined this like Christian. This he joined some church, and they like totally convinced him that like like everything cult, on the show kind of. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know that. Like, I I barely have read anything about it, but yeah. I know that they kind of convinced him that the entire show was like immoral and and everything, mm. like all the writing and shit was bad. So, well, I mean, it, bad, which yeah, it but, is, but not in the way they meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the IMDb trivia thing was it says at one point Charlie Sheen left the show and it kept going on without him. Angus T. Jones, who uh, played the the kid, had a meltdown, mm-hmm. called the show filth, and told people to stop watching it. Jones later apologized to the cast and crew. Charlie Sheen said that Jones was not the same guy he knew when he was on the show and believes the show is cursed. <laughs> okay. So that last part just by, yeah. by a certain warlock, yeah, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> or a troll. <laughs> so uh anyway, so Angus T. Joseph Beck Castro leaves and then Ashton and, <laughs> and Ashton and Cryer find another threat from Charlie on their window shades. Mm-hmm. So we then see uh John Cryer calling up, who I think is his ex-wife, right? Uh, yeah, the first person he calls is his ex-wife. Okay, his first ex-wife. Okay, so who uh, was given? He was or she was given a hundred thousand dollars by their son Joe. We then get another meta <laughs> joke, a meta joke for with Cryer calling <laughs> meta with uh, Cryer calling himself. I uh, I had to read that slowly because I was like, what what the hell is Khalid? co-lead because i didn't put a a dash in there prior calling himself the co-lead of the show and then tells her that she was the love of his life right before she says she's getting another call and hangs up on him Mm -hmm. we then we then see ashton calling up judy greer who he apologizes to for not being a better husband yeah i think that's his first wife okay well so is that why he was trying to kill himself in the yeah i think in the first season that's why he was trying to kill or the first season he was in that's why he was trying to kill himself because they had just broken up uh, she thanks him and tells him that she's banging it out with John Stamos, who had the only other line that I laughed at in the episode, <laughs> yep. which was when she hands him the phone to talk to Ashton Kutcher and he goes, <laughs> go for Stamos, which just <laughs> cracked me up both times that I watched. Well, even this time, but the first time I was on the treadmill, I was like, <laughs> Stamos. What? what did he say when he was ending the call? Uh, That's what made me laugh. He, he said, said, I'm going to do something ske- to your wife. Skewer. Yeah. yeah, he said, I'm going to skewer your wife yeah, or something like that. He's going to skewer your wife. That was funny to me. Or that, kebab. That shish kebab skewer one of those. Oh, yeah, it was shish kebab. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> uh, so we then see <laughs> we then see John Cryer calling up some gal that's walking the red carpet. Did you, do you know who that one is? Uh, yeah, that's his second wife who he he was married to for like a minute. Okay. And then he, he divorced her and she, like, yeah. Okay, that so fucked up his life further. <laughs> he also tells her that she was the love of his life, and she reminds him that they had anal sex, and that's the end of that scene. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we then go to uh, we then go back to Brittany Murphy's "What Happens in Vegas" co-star. Also, <laughs> also not a bad movie. If you haven't seen that one, that's also a good. Like, granted, See, I was super high when I watched that because I was when I was like living in Santa Barbara and smoking. But I, I remember being pretty good. That was Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy, and uh, yes, it was, and Ashton Kutcher. R.I.P. Weren't they also in Just Married together? No, that was that was Mila Kunis, was it? No, that was no. What happens in Vegas was Mila Kunis. That's what it is. No, I don't know. No, was it? Wait, wasn't Mila Kunis in a movie with Justin Timberlake? That was just like the movie. No, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's called uh, Just Friends. Cameron yeah. Diaz, yeah. yes, it was Cameron yeah. Diaz. Cameron Diaz is the Vegas one. Just Married is, yes, is Brittany Murphy. that's what I was thinking. Just Married, I, I didn't watch what, uh, what Happens in Vegas. I watched Just Married. Just Married okay. is good. I was going to say that one I remember being good. Yes. I, I did not watch What Happens I'm in Vegas. I'm sure it's good, What Happens in Vegas. <laughs> Give it a watch, guys. Well, I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> Damn, so Kutcher's just busting out fucking hit after hit, huh? Yeah. Just like underrated hits. Yeah, exactly. He's like <laughs> Beatles from Rubber Soul to... Abbey Road, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's like can't, he's like can't the, miss. He's like can't the George miss. Harrison of that seventies show, huh? Huh? Does that even make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know. No clue. <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. No, he'd be who's I don't know. I'd be the Ringo. He'd be the Ringo? Wait, yeah. is it wait did Ringo do good stuff after the Beatles? Yeah, actually, surprisingly, yes. So yeah. who would be who would be the Joe? Oh, oh the you're talking that? about okay, post so Post seventy show, post Beatles, you're matching them up. 
Gotcha. Uh, then yes, yeah, it'd be like the George Harris. Okay, so who would who would be the? I don't know. He might he might actually be the the John of the Paul from that show. So. Yeah, considering what happened, I think Mila Kunis is probably a John or a Paul. Yeah, so the just the couple. It's like if yeah. John and Paul were fucking in the Beatles after <laughs> they, they got married after they yep. after they broke up. Um, so I don't know. I, Topher maybe, Grace. No, I think Topher Grace gets to be George Harrison, and I think uh, what's his name Wil- Wilmer Valderrama gets to be Ringo. And nobody talks about uh, fucking what's his face Hyde. Yeah, no, I I think George <laughs> probably piece of shit. probably had a better solo career than John did. Yeah, I uh, I mean I think it, him George and Paul are up there. It's between those two. Um, Paul just done it for twenty years longer because you know he's yeah. still he's still you alive. Get, you didn't get shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or I, die I, of I, cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, you're thinking um, Danny Masterson is actually Phil Spector in this, uh, <laughs> in this, in this whatever right, it is. Yeah, story checks out. <laughs> and right. you're, I don't, Laura, Laura Prepon, or Prepon, whatever you say your last name is the other one, but yeah. I don't know who she is. Anyway, we should move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to grab a beer really quick. Okay. okay. And now, now I can keep discussing this, so that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, She's got to be Yoko, right? I don't know. Would she? She's had some slight success. She's in Orange and the New Black. Wait, that that would mean that she wait Yoko. Who is the John again? I wait. So I see. I, I don't know. I don't know. He fucked about, up my thing. So I don't. So, know. So well, no. I, I would think that they would be the John and the Paul because, like, I'm sure John Lennon would, would have been fine if he would have you know not got shot. Yeah. Because I'm like I'm, yeah, probably a little more. He's always already more famous than the than the other one, Harrison. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and then and then Red's uh, George uh, George Martin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. God, did you hear they're bringing that show back? Oh yeah, the '90s one. They're, right? Yeah, they're doing that '90s, but it's literally with <laughs> it's with Red and Kitty for some reason. Hmm. And then uh, guest appearances <laughs> yeah. by people, probably. I I assume, but who knows? Laura was at the store earlier, and I asked her to get me some. Stone ground mustard. She got spicy brown. Wait, stone ground it, spicy. Oh, she just hear you wrong. Yeah, I mean, I texted her, so maybe she she's but like, I, I heard you wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, spicy brown's bomb, but like stone shit ground. together. I never had stone ground <laughs> mustard. Yeah, it's got the little mustard balls in it. Yeah, oh. They're all the same. What do you use mustard for? Like, like everything. Oh, okay, I, I don't like mustard that much. I fucking hate mustard. What? Oh, you it, guys are. It's fine. Oh. I I used to hate it. I don't mind okay. it so much anymore. Yeah, yellow mustard fucking sucks, asshole. Like, well, good no, mustard it, is good. Uh, honey mustard's <laughs> not bad, but it's also sweet. It's like a dressing. Yeah. yeah. But like a okay, a Dijon's like a, like a little extreme, but mm. like a good stone ground or spicy brown mustard. Like, what isn't Dijon give it a spicy shot. brown? No, Dijon Dijon's like spicy vinegary. It's a specific type of mustard uh, eh, i don't know i i don't mind mustard on a hot dog but it needs more than that like you need some ketchup and mustard ketchup dude ketchup's for children ketchup sucks ketchup's all right <laughs> <laughs> what you like ketchup I, hey i'm bad at food yeah no i fucking hate mustard relish and anything else that goes on a hot dog relish yeah i mean ketchup. i love pickles ketchup but- just ketchup. That's it, it. Oh, oh, and probably way more ketchup than you want. <laughs> I don't want any ketchup. <laughs> well, then definitely That's way like more ketchup than tomato you want. candy, but not in a good way. Yeah, the only form of tomatoes I'll eat. Yeah, uh, th- this guy. Would you still eat your burgers <laughs> plain with ketchup? Yeah, yeah. What? He's like not not any. Not like no, no I, I still get cheese on it, but no, just, just cheese, meat, cheese, cheese ketchup, meat, bun. cheese, meat, cheese, ketchup, lettuce. Uh, you know, if they okay. got like. Like barbecue shit, like bacon or mushrooms or whatever, fine. But uh, okay, that's okay, it. okay. I I thought you were just I like hate, hate tomatoes. Hate not a big fan of onions. Onions have to be done correctly. At In and Out, do you get the spread or do you get ketchup? No, I get ketchup. Fucking no. <laughs> it's so weird. Okay. Child. Spread's disgusting. It's just what Thousand Island. So you don't like Thousand Island? Yeah. No, I don't like Thousand Island, and I don't what? like the yeah. Okay. Thousand uh, Island's good. Hate on... pickles too. Can't what? I, I don't. I don't like pickles either. What? I, no. Erica loves pickles. Don't like them. They, they, I I I them. try. I re, about three years ago, I'm like, okay, I'm done with pickles. Why am I still trying to eat pickles and putting pickles on stuff? Where I'm like, I got a pickle. I'm like, just ask for no pickles. I you don't like pickles on it. 
I don't like pickles on stuff. It, it yeah, I learned that shit a long time ago. Yeah. Which is probably why I don't eat anything and probably has made my life worse. <laughs> is this like how the Beatles broke up? Because like, I feel like we need to end this fucking podcast. Man. I'm so disappointed. They, they Creative to, differences. They used to, <laughs> they used to make... I can't do shows with somebody who doesn't respect a good pickle. <laughs> he, just, he just made um, you the, the Ringo? <laughs> It sounded like Ringo. Yeah. I can't do I shows. Know, I don't know. That's not how Paul how talks. How can we talk when we don't like the pickles? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's, yeah. I think it's the same fucking voice. It's just if you slow it down. It's different tonalities. It's, yeah. It's just Ringo. If you talk. If really I'm up here, I'm a John. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're nasally, you're a John. That sounds like um, Conan's. John. Yes, Conan. that's what I was going to say. Conan Bryan, I don't. I, I mean, yeah. I would say he's good at it, but I don't know what John Lennon sounds like. So. All my impressions are just worse impressions, like bad impressions, <laughs> or like, or like in in Walk Hard, the like all the all them, <laughs> yeah. all them doing their bad impressions. Fucking Paul R- Jack Black, still my favorite one. <laughs> who who is he? I don't even remember. I just like seeing him. Oh, no, he was, he was George Harrison, I think. Okay, it wasn't Justin Long. Justin Long was Ringo, Ringo. and then it was Paul Rudd. As Paul, Paul Rudd, Jack Black, and who was the last one? I'll look it up. Yeah, fucking. I'll find it before you. <laughs> Unless you look direct, like say who played who, and then you're gonna find it. Wait, wait, come on, come Just on. Come along, Jack come Black, on. Paul Rudd. Come on. Oh, fucking Good IMDb! Fun. Why'd you change up all your shit? You gotta go on your phone. It's faster. Yeah, yeah. I miss <laughs> IMDb from ten years ago. So bad. My my favorite my favorite person impression in there is is Jack White. So Jack Black is Paul McCartney. Uh huh. Jason Schwartzman. Oh, oh that's what I, Paul I, Rudd I just is remembered John. it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With Jack White as Elvis is great. You gotta, uh, look at him, man. <laughs> <laughs> you so yeah, Jason it. Schwartzman is Ringo, and yeah. then Justin Long is George. Okay. So get back, I guess. <laughs> Once again, just anything not to talk about this fucking show. Uh, so let's let's leave all of that in. Oh yeah, that's all that's saying. Fine. Uh, so uh You gotta pad out this episode anyway. He... Oh yeah, okay. So we stopped writing that what happens in Vegas thing. So uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, so we go back to Ashton Kutcher and see him calling up some British gal that's dressed up like a queen and sitting on a throne. He apologizes to her as well for how things ended. She forgives him and says she has to go because she married the king of Moldavia. Is that a real place? Yes. Okay. That's a country, Moldavia. Yeah, I'm stupid. And she's about to be crowned. And then she says, thank you, J-Date. Uh, <laughs> um, that's, uh, do you know who that is? I have no clue who that okay. is. We then go back to John Cryer, who calls Courtney Thorne Smith and gives him uh, another You Were the Love of My Life thing again. And she says the same thing about him as we see her trying to pawn the engagement ring that he gave her. Mm-hmm. Another failed one. Obviously failed, but... I, I think they're actually literally in that... Like, that's the only relationship that lasts for him. He he uh, starts going out with a single mother. Uh, their kids become good friends. And I'm pretty sure they're supposed to still be together at the end. I think she just knows about Charlie, so she's selling the engagement ring. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I think. I don't know. So next scene, we see them drinking and get another joke about being on the show, which I'm assuming that these jokes are probably, yes, like I said, exclusive this episode. But <laughs> yeah. uh, So Arnold calls him and tells, uh, and we get another joke about his accent. He then tells them that they find they found Charlie in a trashed hotel room with a hooker in the closet. We get Ashton giving him an hasta la vista and then find out that the person he arrested is actually Christian Christian Slater, not Charlie. Mm-hmm. I didn't laugh at that joke, but I enjoyed seeing Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Charlie framed him after drugging him, which just seems to be a running theme on the show. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, Arnold doesn't believe his story, telling him, yeah, right, and I'm the governor of California. <laughs> which Ca- Erica California. Yeah, I wrote it down phonetically. California. California. Uh, I wonder if Arnold actually knew who Christian Slater was before this episode. I think they were famous around the same time, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They never did anything even tangentially related. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> he might have been like in the background of of Last Action Hero. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so go back to the house. Is Berta John Cryer and the co-creator of Marvel or MTV's Punked are having a drink <laughs> and smoking cigars. We get a few more jabs at the real Charlie Sheen before Berta tells them that Charlie, the Charlie character gave her a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. 
they then notice a helicopter carrying Grand Piano is headed towards the house. Question if the cops got the wrong guy before shrugging it off as in, before shrugging it off as impossible. And then we cut to the front of the house as we see someone who's supposed to be Charlie, but we only see him, we only see him from behind. Mm-hmm. Walk up to the front door, ring the doorbell, and then immediately get crushed by a falling piano. Yeah. The then, camera then s- slowly pans over just a little bit, and we see the show's creator, Chuck Lorre, a.k.a. the mm-hmm. pettiest motherfucker in Hollywood, say <laughs> winning before a falling piano crushes him as well. Yeah. And then that's the end of the series and one of the weirdest episodes I've seen of a TV show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, so any, any th- like, my only thought is... Uh, is in like in the trivia but any thoughts before we move on to like the little bit of trivia no not really like (laughs) just it's so fucking it's so jam-packed with these meta jokes that like uh like just the concept of meta jokes gets old by the end of the fucking episode it's (laughs) like yeah it's like they watch like three episodes of community and we're like oh shit we gotta do that (laughs) oh we could do that yeah wait wait yeah did did they ever look at the camera community? That's a good uh, one. Let's, yes. let's do it. Did they? <laughs> I, they yeah. probably did at least once. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I'm, in the I'm, gas I'm certain season. in the puppet episodes. Yeah, I'm certain in the puppet episode they did. In the, the which one? The, the ga- puppet episode. Oh. I don't know if I saw that one. The one where they That's go up like in the hot air balloon. It's season yeah, four. I, don't know. I, I think that might be the gas leak ep- uh, season. It is. Yeah. But also, I think the Halloween episode for season four in the gas leak season at some point, Abed turns to the camera and is like, I thought this show was about a community college and then keeps running from a ghost or something. I don't know. That season's <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. I don't I I don't think I got that far. I, I stopped. Really? Yeah, because we stopped watching it after. I don't remember, but it was like a, something about a tournament about some like the beginning of the season. I don't know. But it was like either three. I definitely wasn't four because I don't remember any of that stuff. Mm. So maybe three or we finished three and that was four. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So trivia real fast. I, there's like four or five things, but first off the ending of the sitcom was called one of the worst endings of a TV show online. It was just shit on. Anyway, Chuck Laurie subsequently revealed in his vanity card that Charlie Sheen had been offered a cameo where he would walk up to the door of the beach house, give a rant about the dangers of drug use and his own invincibility. At which point his character would be killed by a falling piano. Mm Mm-hmm. Sheen declined. The scene was filmed with the stand-in, shot from behind and without dialogue. So the vanity card, which I think flashes for like maybe a couple seconds, like maybe a couple like seconds. Like a at second? The, yeah, at the end yeah. of each episode, after the credits. Mm-hmm. Of of every one of his series, by the way. Oh, it does it for every show? Yeah, he's been doing it since Dharma and Greg, at least. Oh, okay. But so anyway, so the one for this episode said, uh, I know a lot of you might be disappointed that you didn't get to see Charlie Sheen in tonight's finale. For the record, he was offered the role. Our idea was to have him walk up to the front door in the last scene, ring the doorbell, then turn, look directly into the camera, and go off on a maniacal rant about the dangers of drug abuse. He would then explain that these dangers only applied to average people, that he was far from average, he was a ninja warrior from Mars, he was invincible, and then we would drop a piano on him. We thought it was funny, he didn't. Which is weird. I don't know why he wouldn't have thought yeah, that was why funny. Would he, yeah. After reading the rest of the script, I can't imagine why yeah. he'd be fucking pissed. So <laughs> instead, he wanted us to write a heartwarming scene that would set up his return to primetime TV in a new sitcom called The Harpers, starring him and John Cryer. We thought that was funny, too. That's the end of it. Is that? Hmm. I don't know. This is 2015, so I guess not. Yeah. I, was, I, I was thinking, like, is that a joke about the Connors or something? Like, I don't. Oh no! I'm uh, I think that was after. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm pretty sure that was too early for that. But I, yeah, I don't know. So uh, when discussing the infamous last scene, Alois said that deciding to put himself in the final shot felt, uh, quote, felt like comedically the right thing to do. It's like nobody gets out of here alive. Uh, maybe the theme of the series, the proposition that anybody wins is some uh, in something like this is ridiculous. That would have felt uncomfortable to me. So the second piano felt like the right thing to do, which I don't know. I think maybe the right thing to do would probably just not do the gag in the first place. But yeah, like either of them, because whatever. And like, don't get me wrong. I get that Charlie Sheen's probably a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Which is pretty obvious from the anti-Semitic remarks Mm -hmm. and some other stuff that I don't want to get into. But Chuck Laurie seems like kind of a D-bag as well. 
it kind of seems like it and like the way to go after him is certainly not to go after the addiction part like that yes exactly that's the absolute shittiest thing you could exactly do. <laughs> like he stated in interviews uh so chuck Lorre that he uh both he and charlie sheena moved past what happened a few years back but then completely shits on him during the last episode and I kind of also don't like get why he didn't want to appear when they're basically ripping on him through the entire episode, calling him a drug addict, like you said. Yeah. Regardless of whether that's true or not, Charlie Sheen definitely doesn't seem like the type of guy that has a sense of humor about himself. Yeah. Like when definitely. it comes to jokes about himself. <laughs> and I'm actually curious if they had all those jokes ripping on him when they sent him the script or even if they even did send him a script or if they added him yeah. in after they told him no, which would be a bigger bitch move on the part of the writers. Yeah. That's the thing is I, I I honestly don't know how much of that vanity card to even believe. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes they're very like heartfelt and sincere and other times they're just straight up jokes. So gotcha. Um, but uh, there's only a couple more things. So uh, Charlie Sheen did not enjoy the episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or the or the closing revelations. Card. <laughs> yeah. And he la- launched another attack on on uh, Lori saying that's just him. I don't care anymore. I don't care if he lives or dies. See, like I said, you're a piece <laughs> of shit. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Seriously, doesn't matter. To go that low and be immature and that completely unevolved and that stupid. In my face, really? You must feel safe, motherfucker. You must feel safe where you live. Damn. That is not me going That's off. That's a that quote? Is exactly what, that is exactly what he either tweeted or said. And um, that is definitely the drugs tweeting. Yeah. Like, sorry, but he, Yes. And he's sounds definitely sounds like kind of a dick. Yeah, I I remember when he got fired, nobody stood up for him because I think he had been like a real asshole to everybody on set for at least like a season or two. Mm. So, uh, so I guess Charlie Sheen. This is that has nothing to do with anything, but uh, became the highest paid comedic actor in television in two thousand eight with a reported three hundred thousand dollars per episode, which eventually rose to one point eight million by two thousand eleven. So. I'm assuming that CBS was probably somewhat okay with letting him go because of how much they were spending. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then lastly, one of my favorites. Uh, so Hugh Grant was originally signed to replace Charlie Sheen. His character would have <laughs> been a smooth-talking con man who tricks Alan into letting them move in without paying rent. And uh, Grant decided that he didn't want to commit to a multi-year contract for a television series and then backed out of the role. And that would have been just amazing. Like, well, I do say, old chum, how about I put me old Johnny Thomas in your thrumbly jub? Like... <laughs> Are you telling me that you put your name for Chamberlain and her queen mother? Are you telling like just I don't know. It I know that's not how he talks, but it's a little more proper. Well, I mean Hugh Grant does have experience with prostitutes, so he would have filled that role pretty good. Yeah, they could have started taking cheap shots at him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's all that's uh, all I got for this. Yep. Yeah. That's all I got. Like I yeah. Okay, cool. I'm uh, glad the show's over. Any any uh closing thoughts or anything? Yes. So Oh yeah, yeah. Heading back to um the Big Bang Theory. Uh so I fucking hate that show and whenever <laughs> it's on it just drives me bonkers cuz it's like, you know, there's there's like bad comedy out there, but mm-hmm. you know, you just don't laugh at the jokes, but then there's shit that just like you watch it and you're just angry, not because it's bad, it's just like annoying and grating, mm-hmm. you know? That's how I feel about the Big Bang Theory. And it's not funny. So, top of that. So, that's what I was expecting with this show. And then I watched this episode. And I laughed like a couple times. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's not bad. Um, and I wasn't like annoyed. So, I'm not saying it's like brilliant or anything. But I was like, man, this is much better than I expected. Because I expected <laughs> just to fucking hate it. But I didn't. So, uh, good job, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like to think that you... Because you said, what'd you say when the the show comes on? You're just like, Ugh. but I like to think that you lead the show on, even though you're like, like you don't change the channel. It just sits in the background. You're like, motherfucking show, yeah. just get piece matter of and shit. Matter. You're like, God, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Well, what I need to, if I'm gonna go like get in a fight or like I need to get like pumped <laughs> up, you know, I need some fucking energy. Like I'm tired. I'm like sleepy. I'm just like, all right, I just put on Big Bang Theory and it just like <laughs> fucking gets my blood going. I'm ready to go. I'm so, I'm so mad. I can't even explain why it's like the the little bit i've seen that show i just want to punch all the characters so i i but i don't know why they're just like i, I don't know yeah because they're I'm, all yeah. super annoying and obnoxious and like that i it's like the laziest fucking writing in existence and a lot mm-hmm. of great shows like prestige drama shows do this as well like they just have their 
antagonist just fucking annoying. And that is not good TV. Like, I understand I'm supposed to hate this person, but you making them super annoying doesn't, like, that's just hack writing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I just can't fucking stand that shit. Like, I want to hate them for other reasons, because they're, like, terrible they're people. Actions, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not just because they're, like, obnoxious, and I hate that, and that's why <laughs> I hate the Big Bang Theory. So, listen yeah. up. TV writers and showrunners <laughs> and everything. If you want to make up millionaires, yeah, <laughs> you fucking douchebags. Don't make your characters annoying because that makes your show shittier. Yeah. Um. I yes. Um. Also, while we're on stuff we don't like that other people <laughs> like, uh, fuck The Office too. I don't like that show. Um. I can't. I can't watch it. Like I, I, it's it's and it's only because of Steve Carell's character that I can't watch it. Like I'm like, really? When yes, when I watch it, I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. Like it's it, the writing's fine and they do a good job of well, what I've seen and they do a good job of his awkwardness. But I don't. It, he's so incompetent that I'm like, I, this I can't fucking stand this guy. Like I can't watch this fucking <laughs> show because of it. Yeah, the cringe it, comedy it, is not. It's I can watch it when it's it's but like it's like. It, there's no growth with the is there growth with that character i have no fucking idea no okay that i like there's it's the same thing over and over again and it was uh i was listening to conan's podcast oh don't tell me i stopped that i was listening to conan's podcast today and he's talking about uh he's talking about the three stooges with michael keaton but mm-hmm. they Speaking were saying of hacks conan pff, yeah for sure <laughs> That they were talking about, he's like michael keaton was like you know what i don't get about these guys and then conan starts going on is how uh they like everything, they're the everyone around them is playing the straight man, and mm-hmm. they're they're usually where they are to do it to do a job, mm. and uh, so then Conan starts saying he's like, yeah, I never got that. Like they'll go in there, they'll like knock over some vases. Like it's always to a rich person's house. They'll go there, they'll knock over some vases to start. They'll uh, and he's like, the rich people are always going out of town, so they'll be like, well, I do say, good man. While they're like slapping each other over the, over the head, they're trying to get him. Like we need the we need the plumbing fixed, and they're like, <laughs> plus we also have uh, expensive china upstairs, so watch out for that. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, that's not how we go in real life. But like that's fine because it's silly. But like with stuff like uh, The Office, where he's not learning a lesson, not, I, I don't know. I can't I can't watch. It's it's just way. It's not even awkward. It's it's cringe. It's cringe yeah. inducing. It's just I, like, uh, not yeah. It's not even that. It's but, just like I've worked for people like that, and I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I cannot stand this guy. And I, I, I like, I like silly stuff when I'm trying to like, like, uh, Thirty Rock's hilarious to me. But yeah, it's just mm-hmm. joke after joke. But anyway, yeah, I don't like that show. And also, Parks and Rec is just like way better than The Office. I haven't watched that because it was like The Office. Even though Eric is like, yeah, it's it's actually more like Thirty Rock than The Office. Yeah, you just skipped like the first season. Two. Yeah, season people or two. Said that, yeah, but uh, and then so many people kept telling me when it came out, the How I Met Your Mother. You got to watch that. You'll love it. And then I tried watching, it and I was like, uh, do, do, you, "Do you not know me? Like, <laughs> uh, no, this is this is like not great." Yeah, I didn't mind that show. That, that's another it. one where like in the first couple seasons i was like i was like all right with it I, I thought it was relatively entertaining and as it got older it was like i i it just got really old to me yeah i mean i haven't watched it in like a decade and i thought it was a show that would suck and then mm-hmm. i watched i don't know a couple seasons random episodes when laura was watching i'm like yeah this show's not not too bad Mm-hmm. Um, see I, I mean, was on the opposite which where some people were hyping it up and then I watched it and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> so like yeah yeah it's, it's just it's, one it's of those nice when you start low yeah it's like <laughs> a c-level show you know it's not like oh fuck man yeah I really want to watch this show but like yeah. if it's on you know it's the same shit with like probably fucking say by the bell back in the day or mm. full house you know like it's on you're gonna fucking watch it but yeah. you're not like man this is peak comedy bro <laughs> It's yeah. just a fucking show. Yeah. Like everything doesn't need to be uh The Simpsons or The Wire. No. You know, sometimes you just fucking want to watch a show. Or sometimes mm-hmm. the show's just on. I'm trying to think of something <laughs> that I watched that's bad. Oh, Reba. Reba's just good. That's yeah, <laughs> that's some good comedy right See, there. See that and that I'm was... being I'm being one hundred percent serious. Well that's no, why it is, it's surprisingly good. Yes. Yeah. Because you said that when I was down at your house recently, and I was like, fuck off, dude. Really? 
<laughs> and then you watch it, like, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like what I've seen of Two and a Half Men, which is one episode, is like, you know, and How I Met Your Mother, they're, you know, they're all just like the same sitcom beats. They all set up fucking dumb jokes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's <laughs> yeah, stupid. Some and, of them are just better at writing it. Yeah. Yep. No, Reba is way more consistent than Two and a Half Men. Yeah, well, I've only seen one episode, so I'm no yeah. expert. But well, they they do the same. It's the same thing that Fresh Prince does. It's the same jokes over and over again. They're mm-hmm. just trying coming up with new ways to tell them. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I don't know. Anyway, okay. Anything else? So it's like our show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so exactly like our show. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not. You That's know, I'm the changing joke. It after this. We're, we're gonna get. We're gonna <laughs> Wait, you're not supposed to laugh at that. This. That's the third time. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I wasn't laughing. If that helps. I can edit out his laugh if you want. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> uh, we're going to start sophisticating it up a little bit. Mm, I'm going to get yeah. monocles. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to buy monocles for a dicks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> little top hat. Fucking <laughs> shave a little top hat on top in your pubes on top of your dick. <laughs> like a shave a monocle and just one of your balls. <laughs> See, it's already yep. starting to get class here. <laughs> here <Exactly>. we go. <laughs> uh, okay, anything uh, else? Pure comedy. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, that's all been. Well, let's cool. never talk about this show again. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I don't think we need an outro, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, uh, see ya. There you go. Okay. And then it'll say at the party. <laughs> Perfect. Get the party reached up.